Pastor John Perling at Faith Evangelical Lutheran Church here with Ron Hinchman talking through the, the Gospel of Jesus Christ according to Paul's letters. The letter of the Romans covers a whole lot of ground, and, and we're getting into it here in chapter 1, verses 1 to 7, particularly focused today on the question uh, the three initial uh, terms that Paul uses right here in verse uh, verses 1 to 7 about his calling and how that plays out in his commitment to mission work, how it plays out in his uh, interactions with people uh, as he talks to them about Jesus. Uh, just to recap, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, this is verse 1 now, called to be an apostle set apart for the gospel of God, to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints. Uh, that's verse seven. Uh, these these are three terms, servant of Christ, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, speak about how Paul was transferred from being uh, outside Christ to being under a different authority structure uh, in Phariseeism and, and locked into that whole system, advancing in it, be other folks his age. And now he's been brought into Christ and uh, is a slave to Jesus, a, a servant of Jesus. He has the new master. Uh, so what, what do you think that's like for him? Yeah, so the we, thing is that for him to become a slave when he was in charge is very humbling. You know, it's from being your your highest ranked person yeah, he was to your a, lowest going ranked to the top person. Of the totem yeah. pole he was quick. at top. Yeah. And, and personal experience here. I was a first sergeant in the United States Army, meaning I was the top sergeant. I was mm -hmm. top. Mm -hmm. I was in charge of all the troops and you know movements and stuff like that. And when I retired, I became a city worker at the postal office, the lowest of the low. See, there you go. Very humbling. Uh, Cheryl tells people she's a man. I kept that job and did that job for two and a half years before I got the job I'm in currently right now. But she knew it would be hard for me. Sure. But through faith, I survived because, you know, I knew that it's not about bad times. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah They're going to be there. Mm -hmm. Remember the times. And that's mm -hmm. where the humbleness comes in because Paul really knew, man, yeah. this switch, whoo. He gave up a lot, didn't he? He did. He gave up a whole ton a of a lot to to make uh, to 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 follow Christ. Here here was uh, the Lord Jesus resurrected, appearing to him, saying, "I got a different track for you now." Uh, he gave up everything that he knew, all of the uh, sets of honors that he was living for and striving for. It was, uh, but he recognized that that wasn't that wasn't real anymore for him. The, uh, the, uh, the resurrection of Jesus changed all that. And, and that's where the calling comes in. Mm -hmm. Jesus called him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he got on the phone and said, Hey, Paul, <laughs> come on in, come on in. I got, I yeah. got to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and a apostle is one big ground, uh, to, uh, be sent to all kinds of circumstances and to, uh, uh, talk, be able to talk to, people of all different kinds of backgrounds, um, kind of kind of rolling back all the divisions because Jesus is going to bring them all together, uh, set apart for the gospel of God. Uh, there wasn't going to be any uh, competing priority in Paul's mind and heart anymore. He was going to be solely focused on helping people get to know Jesus, his death and resurrection as a gift to them.
uh, and, the, and the forgiveness of sins that they were going to experience in that regard. And all of this you can relate. It's, I can relate because as a military, you know, I try to, was I perfect? Of course not. But I try to, even in my job, lead a Christian life. Well, when we were talking about soldiers, soldiers want to know that you actually care. So the difference in commands, you'll find sometimes that if a commander is Christian, uh, is Christian centered, Christian based is, yeah, I heard about God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christian centered is, I know about God and I believe in God. And of uh, uh, kind of overhearing the gospel, people kind of know about Jesus or kind of know some Bible stories, but they kind of in passing, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? It's <laughs> not the it's not the center of their life. It's not uh, what they're holding on to for dear life, right? Um, and so you see a little bit of a difference in that regard. Yeah, uh, especially, like I said, if you have a commander, let's say you have a commander that's Christian-based. When he's dealing with soldiers, he's dealing not only by the law. Yes, we have rules in the military. The military has all sorts of rules. But a good leader can understand that people are going to make mistakes. You you can always tell the, the ones that are Christian, have Christian Christianity in their life by this. That's the commander that's going to have the family days because he wants to know the family because he knows the family's important. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, back in a day, the army's answer to everything was, well, if the army wanted you to have a wife, they would have issued it to you. Mm-hmm. That's not the way it mm-hmm. is. And mm-hmm. you knew the difference between those commands because those commands that cared about your family showed they actually cared. That's what soldiers wanted to hear. You actually care for me. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of the uh, Romans were understanding that. Paul actually cares for their welfare and well-being. And, you know, you don't want to be that commander like you were talking, saying the first time I meet you is when something bad happened. Say a loved one was injured or hurt or killed downrange. You don't want to be the first contact you have with that family. And that's the difference between those commands. A command that's really involved, making sure you're doing the right thing, but he also let Christianity be part of his guidance, mm-hmm. not ashamed of the gospel. The gospel right, right, and, right, right. Uh, and that's how I try to be as a leader. Uh, mm-hmm. Soldiers crazy things, but always, you know, usually I didn't just focus on law. Usually I'd say, okay, what are we going to do about this? Make them come up with an idea. And mm-hmm. Paul's I'm going to give it, he gives it to them subtly. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, they pick up the ball and run. And that's what sometimes you got to do. And that's the difference between a good command and a bad command is that they're going to say, hey, you have Christ in your life. Mm-hmm. You may not know it, but I'm telling you. <laughs> the, the regulation will describe care and and give you a checklist. Oh, yeah. If you do these things, then you this care. Is, you care. <laughs> you're, you're a good leader and so forth. Um, and really, that's still that's still caring by the book. Uh, it's still uh, caring by the law. But if a person is in Christ, and as Paul describes it, a servant and slave, first of all, to the Lord, and now I'm in this role as a commander in my life, I'm going to go on above and beyond all those things. Because I'm walking by the Spirit, I'm going to go above and beyond so that you are going to recognize that I actually care. I'm not just caring because I'm told I have to. Right. And that's the thing that will 
share prayer with you. Mm -hmm. We'll sit at the table with you and eat and ask how your day is and probably even say grace with you. Those and, counseling sessions go a little bit differently. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Then I'm in trouble. Right. And I love commanders like that. I had a lot of commanders that were like that, that would really wanted to know what the down and dirty is. And mm -hmm. Paul really wants to know what the down and dirty is. That's right. Why, yeah. why don't you believe? What's mm -hmm. your reasoning? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. I, you have this reason. Let me about this reason. And that's where his slavery mm -hmm. shine. Yeah. yeah to, be, <laughs> shine. to be under the Lord mm -hmm. that way. And, yeah. and, and they set him apart. Mm -hmm. He was set apart from sin. Come on. Paul was not a good guy when he was set apart. Right. <laughs> he was not a good guy. And I think that's important because there are people out there that if they would, if they would accept the gospel, I think they could be set apart. There mm -hmm. are people you're like, man, that guy is a total jerk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But are they a jerk because they want to be and that, that's their way? Or are they a jerk because they just don't know about the gospel? That they're just really sad inside, really exactly, kind of broken yeah. still. Yeah. Broken, that's a yeah. good word. Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot of people that are broken out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Paul the said, you know, okay, hold on, I got a special band-aid for you. Mm -hmm. You know, 100 mile mm -hmm. an hour tape fixes anything. Well, mine's a special kind. It's called the gospel 100 mile an hour mm -hmm. tape. As as Paul was a servant of Christ and called to be an apostle, he talks to the people in Rome as being loved by God and called to be saints. So he makes a connection with them. They're under the same Lord. He's doing his thing. They're doing their thing. They're under the same command structure. They're under the same master. And all the things that he's doing publicly and out there, they're going to be doing in Rome there too. Once again, that's what God. I like about Paul because he uses the word all. Right. He yeah. doesn't say Jews. He does yeah. do that later on. He'll Jews, Gentiles. He'll separate them in the fact that he's all saying of you're you together. Jew, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of you. Everybody in Rome. I don't care what you are. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you think you are. Mm -hmm. Here's what you really are. Saints. Saint. That's and right. the way we made you saints is because God said, you know what? That's what I want. To give my son for and jesus came to you and said this is what you're going to do you're going to go out there and educate these people and he did i mean think about it though the, the he love was set of apart <laughs> yeah the love of god that that made that transition for paul had made that transition for them yep um, yeah exactly and that's what he kind of does the things but he tells him i'm not different than you and then he he really has the proof mm -hmm. <laughs> look at what i was and look at what I was and what I've become. When we think about our congregation being under the lordship of Jesus Christ, we uh, we want to exhibit that unity in the gospel. We all have that passion yeah. and that care for one another in a in a real uh, concrete ways, um, not uh, not by the book ways, but by the spirit ways. That's where leadership has a problem too. You know, a lot of leadership is. To show compassion is to show weakness, mm -hmm. which is so such a, a farce. It's such a lie. Mm -hmm. It really is. Uh, that, that's almost like saying real men don't cry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally a lie. <laughs> 
because things affect people differently. Mm -hmm. But if you can show that compassion, and I think uh, a lot of commanders are good at it. Some need a lot of work mm -hmm. okay. uh, because the ones that need a lot of work tend to have Christ in their life because they don't understand what compassion really is. Compassion is showing that I care enough about you that it affected me today. Mm -hmm. Right. And awesome. if it affected me today, yeah. then it's affecting everybody because I'm the guy in charge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. So, and I think that compassion is a key thing here. Well, you got to be set apart from your sinful side and and follow that compassion. And and we're afraid to do that. A lot of people are just afraid to step out of that that boundaries. Mm -hmm. you know, oh man, if I you know, if I show this soldier, you know, that uh, I'm heart heartfelt about his, you know, death in his family, that's uh, wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I don't understand that sometimes. <laughs> as, as Paul dealt with people moving uh, into the Christian faith from all kinds of different contexts, they had to go back to their everyday life again, too. You know, the jailer at Philippi and, yep. and others who became Christians. They had to go back into their work, but they had to do it in a new way here. Yeah, and that's where compassion is. It's where that jailer, you know, sees somebody getting ready to beat a prisoner for basically no reason, and he stops him mm -hmm. because he's already paying for his crime. Does he need to pay twice? Right. And I think that's where you get compassion. I think the, the jailers that Paul taught, mm -hmm. you know. I, I ended up teaching their whole family. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I've got like a, a little M master in yeah. terms of the uh, the worldly authority structure that I'm under right. to do my work, to fill out, fill out that role. But I'm under an, a capital M master in Jesus Christ to whom I really answer to at the end of things. At the end of things. Because at the end of the day, our bodies only last so long. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and so we can only be a slave to the world till our time is up and then once our time is up guess what we still have our soul that still has that master that master's been with us from the get-go <laughs> paul a servant of christ jesus called to be an apostle set apart for the gospel of god to all those in rome who are loved by god and called to be his saints we're, we're so thrilled to share this with you we'll see you again in our next episode god bless and uh keep on keeping on